video posted to Facebook shows Gonzalez answering questions from the audience while standing on a stage at an event center when the drone bearing the sex toy started buzzing near the stage. Oh, I bet it was buzzing. From the mountains to the east, to the caves to the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome to... Oh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Episode number 76. <laughs> uh, my name is Tommy, and I'm joined with uh, my homie in a different zip, Cody, Wilson. Wilson, how are you? I'm good. Dude, okay. I gotta say this right, right off the bat, so... <laughs> Yesterday was not a good day for me. I was at the hospital all day after work with my wife. She, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh about that. I thought no, no, no. It's funny where it ends up. Um, <laughs> she hit her head pretty hard and got a concussion. So they were doing all these tests and everything. And I got home like at midnight. I was super tired. I had to wake up at three to go to work. Wake up. And the, the first thing um, I get is a text message or video text message from Wilson and it is a video message and Wilson normally doesn't send me videos of like himself would be like a funny video or like a news clipping and dude so you know just I gotta tell you right now and he was awake when I texted him back because it's like it was like midnight your time or something like that yeah it was um, close to one yeah around late night. I was and putting a fan in the fang and yes. so, you know, I was on the toilet reading this thing and he sends me this video. It's kind of like, I don't know what you call it. It's like a face swap type thing where it's, but it looked real. It's not a face swap. It, it, it's face kind of like, a, it's like imagination. A, yeah. So it, it takes a picture of you, then it animates your face, I guess. Yeah. And this but song. Real, not animated. Right. Yeah. And this song. I've never heard the song before. I'm like, real quick, how my bands never made it big, but this song apparently is big. I don't get it. Big enough to put in an app. Right? Um, and did you send me the a, a video with that song? Yeah. Okay, so we will be posting that to our Instagram. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll, by the time you've heard this episode, you've probably already seen the video. It's hilarious. I, <laughs> I was like, are you really dancing? And he's like, no. It moves. It is the funniest thing. I right when I got home from work, I showed my wife. I'm all, look at this. Look at this guy, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" She goes, "Is that? Is he really dancing?" I'm all, he's dancing in this one where the one you did with your daughter, where you're like, the dance or whatever. Oh yeah. And, and for some reason, my daughter knew that song. She's like, "Oh yeah, this coincidence." Like, yeah, the coincidence. I'm like, "Oh yeah. my gosh, dude!" It 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 brought a smile to my face. Oh, then I was at work and I was like tired, 
in the back of my truck it's freezing back in there and i'm like i'm gonna watch this video again and i watched it dude i started cracking up again i sent you another text i'm like dude you <laughs> son of a biscuit <laughs> you, you 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 turned my day around sir uh-huh. so cheers to what you, i'm here Wilson. for <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> so how was your week man uh it was good uh what did i do got a flat tire Ooh, that got while, fixed today. while you're driving or no it was on um what, what are we calling her well she's still patriot patricia until okay the fourth okay uh it was on her car okay yeah flat tires suck they're never at a convenient time either well this one was it was at home so but still inconvenient yeah. <laughs> you're like Got that. Why did it have to happen today? Why could it have to happen tomorrow? We're like, well, tomorrow you'd say the same exact thing. Yeah. So, but I mean, the the inconvenient thing was the fact that I didn't trust the spare. So I had to like pull the tire off and take the tire in, like the wheel and tire itself. Yeah. Those spares, I, I love the cars that have the full size spares. That's what ours does, but I think it's original. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. it's a little beat up. Yeah. It's got some cracks on the side. It's basically just a placeholder so the car's not sitting on the, the, the brakes, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's brutal. I hate that. My my AC in my car only seems to work now when I give it gas. Um, and I looked it up and I think Recharge. that charge. Either that, um, according to every thread that I found, everyone's saying that it's the, uh, there's a fuse in there that's going out. Um, what year is it? 2016 oh um it's a fuse that's going out um so i'm gonna do that first because that's the cheapest thing um to see if that's the case i mean it's not that big of a deal because i get in my car and drive it's not like i get in my car and stay as long as i'm moving dude it, it blasts cold so it's is i think it's something with the fan blowing it through so when i'm driving i think the air is coming through the front forcing it through is what it is uh. so um same thing happened to my xterra a while back but you know, we'll figure it out. You know, I got bigger fish to fry right yeah. now. Um, but yeah. Speaking of fish. It's going to let you hang there on that one. Is this, is it time? Time for our world famous segment. Oh, you mean our, uh, beers and cheers. People in the background here were excited about it. Yeah. At the live show that I'm doing. <laughs> apparently you're doing it from a preschool this is odd yeah yeah um but this is a first for us though so we're gonna have to switch up our uh we might have to have like a whole separate category at the end of the year and how we rate these type of beers if he gives me some more we'll see yeah so tell the masses what you got this is special for us today i have and this came first off came in a bottle um if anybody's ever been to like russian river or something like that it's a bottle like that glass bottle uh this one was sealed with wax yeah fancy see that um but it is called decadent af it's a pastry stout it is brewed by our friend kenny over at log off brewing not brewed by log off this is his home brew yes um but uh, it's a pastry stout and um, labels like, mo- I, I feel like I, I could call it modern, but simple. Simple modern? Isn't okay. that a brand? Simply modern? It is now. 
yeah <laughs> um but it's just got two like diamonds that make a diamond in the middle with a snowflake um there's a there's a liberal then, in the middle what the heck <laughs> and then in the background there's like a a faded what is that there's like faded like painting in the background i can't tell what it is but it looks old um you probably so he, can't see so it he, on there so he makes it kind of like the people oh yeah 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 so he makes this at his house and he has his own label printer oh yeah he he has i think he does like a label printing business on the side kind of thing hmm we yeah. should make our own wth beer yeah in a should. bottle but this one he even puts the, like he went all out on this label he puts a whole like story on here it says if different malted grains form the base of this extravagantly extra beer steeped post-fermentation on a combined five pounds of toasted almond toasted coconut and mexican vanilla bean this stout is the pinnacle of liquid decadence recommended to share with a friend or loved one either way enjoy the decadence and indulge and this one is 10 percent alcohol ah! oof yeah it's up there but That's it a doesn't good time right there doesn't taste like it um well that means you're gonna get in trouble maybe uh so it's a really dark i can beer. definitely smell it is yeah it's a stout so it's it's black basically um i can definitely smell the vanilla in it though Ooh, I like vanilla. You know, I don't I don't typically gravitate towards stouts, but this one ain't bad. It's very is rich the same as decadent? I'm not sure. Me neither. But it's it's uh definitely one that I could only have one of, but it tastes tastes great. Toasted almond, toasted coconut, Mexican vanilla bean. Five pounds of toasted almond. Yeah, this is good. I like it. I mean, I don't normally order stouts you know but trying a homebrew like i've homebrewed before never made a stout but for like coming out of your house this is like quality beer you know yeah did he say how long it took him to brew that one i have no idea i actually didn't talk to him uh scott gave me a bottle of this because he he had it there it actually says on the on the bottle bottled for thin line brewery that's so, nice. Yeah. Again, it's awesome that the, uh, you know, that community that they've built down there where they're all friends and they send each other everywhere else. That's great stuff right there. Yeah. I like it. For, for a stout, it's probably one of the better ones I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I give it a four for four. sure. Yeah. This will not be on untapped folks. It will so, not. But this will be added to our uh, spreadsheet that I've compiled since the beginning of the year of the beer scorecard, I guess. But basically, you know, we'll add this to that uh, the spreadsheet. So at the end of the year, we'll go down the list of the beers and which episodes I'm compiling. All basically, it's like our own personal untapped because a lot of some of the things that we have on there aren't uh, on untapped like the homebrew i think i think i'll have to get like because we're we're gonna go over this at the end of the year so i'll have to get like probably scott stallion Mm -hmm. maybe one other person so we can get like the top 10 beers Mm -hmm. throughout the year 
and put those to the test and see which one comes out on top. Yeah. We will make a whole episode out of it. Just, just a top 10 beers episode of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then um, that's, that's also something new that I, I, I didn't even think about. If you guys have like homebrew and live locally to Wilson, not me to Wilson, and you want him to try your beer, or you want to promote it or whatever, hit him up, you know, let him know he'll try it. He'll, and mm-hmm. he gives an honest score. So cool, man. That's good. Four out of five. Um, good job, Kenny. Oh yeah. I hate you right in the mic. Horrible. Looks like a, uh, ham and wh- egg sandwich. It, lo- it looks like one of those, the things you get from like a Chinese restaurant, the pork bun. Those things are amazing. Oh, that'd be good too. Um, so yeah, that's cool though, that he did that for a thin line. I like that. And we'll get to thin line here in a second. And I'm just drinking, uh, my key lime, uh, clear American. I did find some more grape, uh, Waterloo when I was at Kroger yesterday, that was next to the hospital, which I'm stoked about because the Kroger by my house, it's, they don't ever have it in stock. And I love that stuff. It's like one of my favorite things. So uh, I'll probably be doing that one next week, I think. Um, okay. But we're going to do a cheers today. This one, um, I had one lined up. Um, and then this one kind of came across. Uh, my computer is frozen. Lovely. Um, so I guess I'll just uh, read what I could actually see. <laughs> this is live radio, folks, or whatever you call it. So um, in in today's world that we live in we have we live in a world where everyone wants to film um an event a fight a something going down right there it unfroze but we don't um if we see someone in trouble we don't want to get involved we're we're too um i guess like clickbaitish. what can get the most likes and go viral rather than getting involved in helping someone so this comes out of jonesburg missouri mo i think is missouri um and um it says right here it was a role reversal in jonesburg missouri when a 16 year old boy came to the aid of a police officer struggling to make an arrest 16 year old boy folks remember that the officer is calling the teen a hero during the incident tuesday at a local convenience store gunner sexton which basically you're you're automatically the the star quarterback of high school dude like with a name like gunner sexton you're you're, you're good to go, bro. And two others dropped what or they were doing. Star. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and dropped what they were doing to help an officer from getting hurt or worse. Officer, I swear, Gunner Sexton, you know, and then the officer's name are both porn stars because you got Gunner Sexton and Officer Lynn Cyclox or Silcox in Rambone. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> I had to was responding to a 911 call when he found a man apparently on heroin who was about to drive away in a car. As I entered, this person didn't look like he was doing so well, had a hypodermic needle in his pocket, uh, Silcox said. As he approached him at his car, he said, I'm not going to jail today and takes off running. The officer chased the man and tackled him in a muddy field nearby. I grabbed him by the shirt and yanked him down. As I yanked him downwards, my feet slipped out from under me and I actually pulled him on top of me. Um, Silcox said Sexton and two other adult men came to the officer's rescue. We all helped as a combined effort to end up getting the guy off of him. Sexton said Sexton who plays high school football 
see, I haven't reread, I haven't read this yet, by the way. I just read the high, the highlight. So this is like perfect and baseball and runs track stands six foot five. Holy Jesus. This is a big kid. Um, six foot five tall and weighs two thirty five pounds. Uh, he said his talents and size made him made his impromptu police work a little less challenging. I didn't really do too much. He said, I thought it was ne necessary to help because he was in need. Silcox said Jonesburg is made up of people like Gunner who support police. They're heroic. It's awesome. It's heroic for people to come out and help the police. Silcox said Sexton says he lives by a principle he learned at school, do the right thing when no one's looking. And that's why my football coach always preaches. Uh, the suspect could face number of charges. Um, that's awesome. You 16 year old kid, not wanting to, um, I mean, just at the very end there, do the right thing when no one's looking. I think that's a big thing nowadays. Um, where I see a lot of people who are, I mean, I know they have the right intentions of I'm going to go give somebody some money, but I'm going to film it and post it on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, to get that accolade of, Hey, look how good of a person I am. I mean, this kid seems really humble. He says, I didn't really do too much. I thought it was necessary to help because he was in need. I mean, the kid, I think this kid's going places. Um, when people step up and they help, I, when the people are in need, I think that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go, I mean, they didn't list the other two adult men, but, um, this is going to segue into the next thing that I want to talk about. Um, but I just really quickly want to give a real WTH cheer to Gunner Sexton. Cheers. Cheers. Boom. Can't wait for your next movie, man. Mm. <laughs> um, so segueing that this is, this is going to get a little, little somber. Um, Sacramento County released the video of Jimmy Inns um, shooting. Stockton, you mean? Sorry, Stockton. Sorry about yeah. that. Stockton PD. Um, it's very hard to watch. Um, it happens so fast with uh, Jimmy Inns um, badge cam. The guy opens he, the guy is at the door. He's like, hey, police, like all nice. It opens the door and fires on him. That's it. Um, the other video from the respond other responding officer um i mean personally i think was it was harder for me to watch because that's what you see more of um it was of you actually see the officer come up and then the the suspect basically strangling the kid and you see the kid like flailing and i'm just like thinking in my mind what's going through that guy's head and this is if you guys remember a few episodes back this is the episode where, or this is the, the, the situation where a bystander got involved and like tackled the guy, possibly saving that kid, possibly saving more people um, in the situation. Not, I mean, just putting his own safety at risk to, you know, do what's right. And so I, I thought that was a good segue of those two stories. And you could see the differences in people getting involved and literally like wanting to like say, Hey, we're done with crime. We're not doing this anymore. So basically the citizens are like, we're done with crime. We're going to get involved. We're going to help these police because of this false narrative. The media has given everyone that everybody's out to get the cops and, or everybody's against cops and, you know, law abiding citizens, we're, we're done with it. We're tired of it. And I love seeing this. I mean, obviously don't become a bigger problem. Don't get involved where you think you're gonna make matters worse. But uh, I love seeing men stepping up and being men 
because right now in today's world, um, if you're called a man, you're now sexist. You're uh, you, you're demeaning to people because you say you're a man, or or you're you're this whole toxic masculinity thing. I'm like, dude, we got guys who wear high heels to work, and that's okay. But you know, we got guys that are dying in Afghanistan, dying on the uh, like you know, like Jimmy in. But you're not saying those guys are men. You know, you're you, you're 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 saying those guys are toxic because they're they're given a false narrative of what a man is i'm like you know what i'm done with it you know we need to take our we need to take our world back and you know we have you know transgender people like in new zealand who, who want to weight lift against women i'm like dude like okay if you want to do that that's fine make a whole transgender section of the the olympics where they could go with each other because i mean women i mean I, i'm surprised i haven't seen more women step up you know and say things like, hey, we fought for this to get where we're at, only to have a man take it away again. Like, it makes no sense. So when I see men stepping up doing manly things, and like helping other people out, like, it's a, like, a, it's a not man. It's a not man. Yeah. What's that? Like a not deer. I don't know what that is. You don't No, a not deer. Yeah. You know, what I just realized it looks huh. like I have horns. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, <it does. laughs> I wonder if I got a picture of it. I'm going to get a picture of that right now. That's awesome. You know, little, little antennas. That's funny. Um, I, I mean, I didn't mean to segue. And I mean, and let me be clear. If, if you're going to do be transgender and stuff, that's up to you. That's fine. But dude, you shouldn't be competing in women's sports because those women, they fought hard to be where they were to compete against other women. Men do the same thing. Now, if they want to have a whole class where it's uh, like like co-ed softball, you know, where, where it's intermixed and everything, then that's fine if they want to do that. But I think it's totally unfair to women to do that. And that's not me being like, oh, you're, you know, you hate people. No, it's unfair to people that, that fought, who spent their life technically getting to where they want, where they're going to get, only to have it taken away from a man. It's just ridiculous. But I love seeing... <clears throat> I love seeing the men stepping up and actually taking charge of things like this. It makes me feel really good about, you know, certain things in this world that seems to be crappy, you know, according to the news. And on that note, happy. You know, Father's it'll make Day. me feel. Oh, was that last Sunday? It was last Sunday, but oh, okay. I'm just saying like happy father's day, you know, to everybody. Cause you know, we didn't do the, we, our our shows never line up with the holidays and so no. i wanted to give a shout out to all the dads out there um you you know what'll make me feel better a back rub well that too but hearing on sunday how wow. many people showed up where'd that come from <laughs> oops <laughs> uh hearing how many people showed up at thin line for uh jimmy and's fundraiser I haven't heard this yet. How many people showed up? No, it, it happens tomorrow. Oh, oh, so I said oh. on Sunday. Oh, okay. Which yeah. I got my Jimmy N shirt uh, 10 minutes ago. Are we both wearing the shirt? Yeah, that's why I said nice shirt when I logged on. I didn't hear you say that. I don't think your microphone was going on yet. Um, my shirt came in the mail 10 minutes before I hit record. I'm super stoked. Um, so this is obviously that's a quick because she just sent those out like two days, days ago. 
and in West Virginia, nothing happens fast. <laughs> like, um, it takes forever for mail to get here. I might as well just camp- cancel Amazon Prime because it. I ordered this part from my fridge, um, and it's coming from Ohio, which is right above us. Uh, I ordered it like four days ago. It's going to get here Monday. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like Prime is no longer free two day shipping. It's just free shipping. Yeah. So Ever I don't since know. COVID. Yeah. Thanks, China. Yeah. So allegedly. No, no, it's it's it's, it's them. Um, but <clears throat> I want to do one more did series. You, did you did you get my picture though? I sent you a picture, right? You sent me a yesterday? bunch of things. Yesterday. Um oh of the new shirts. And and then no. some and, machine. Yeah. What is that machine? That is the canning machine that we canned about 40 cases of the Light in the Dark double IPA, the tribute beer for Jimmy Inn. Is it do they own that? What? That machine? No, no, no. That's a that's a mobile mobile guy that comes over and cans for people. That machine is legit. Dude, it it was pretty cool. I gotta help out. And uh, we canned, I think, five or six barrels of beer. Wow. Took about 40, maybe 45 minutes. That was it. Canned 241 cans of beer. Can we post that? I think she already did. So, so we can well, post I it. I know for Instagram. sure that the, the canning company already posted it. So, okay. Yeah. That's a cool looking. It reminds me of when I worked in the factories. Yeah, it's um, it's it's just a straight conveyor belt. Just cans on one end. They go down, get filled. They get the lid on. They get sealed. Mm-hmm. They come down the line, and then uh, they get labeled, which is pretty cool, and to see at least. And then it comes down, and there's a little thing that it goes over, and boom, it hits the little uh, sensor, and it prints the date on the bottom of the can. Mm-hmm. And he was able to change it so the well, he changed it like a quarter of the way through. So some of the cans, if people went to, because this will come out after, but if people went there and bought some cans of the beer, you'll see on the bottom, it has the date that it was canned. And it also says Stockton PD on it. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. That's neat. Um, yeah, I'll post that to the Instagram um, before the show, the show comes out. So you guys will see it. I've already seen it by the time you hear us talking about it. And um, the beer, I'm just going to say the beer is good. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to review that pretty soon, right? I mean, I could review it now because I've had it, but mm-hmm. I'll wait till we'll I wait. get a can. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Good. I didn't know about this until I read this article, but um, Florida's doing some pretty cool things. Their governor's awesome. Way better than yours. DeSantis. DeSantis. Um which your governor, uh, Newscom, officially is going to be on the recall ballot, and that is going to be happening in 90 days. Yep. So um, go out and vote against that dude, like yeah. for reals. Um, if you want to take California back, that guy's not going to be in charge. Do you know how it works? Do, do people run against him for this, or is I, this just to get him out? I I can't remember when, when they did it with Gray Davis and Arnold, I, for some reason thought it was, they did it with Arnold. No, no, no. Gray Davis. And then Arnold came in. It's terrible time. Oh, okay. 
Um, I think the vote was to get him out. And, and then, then you have another vote. Then you have another vote. In. Who's going to replace him? I think is what okay. it was. Um, which seems like, like, what's the point? It's just going to take forever, forever, forever dragging this out. You might as well have both going at the same time, just yeah. in case. Um, I knew that kid. Just in case, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Florida is, um, or at, at least Ron DeSantis, their governor. It says a new Florida law will go into effect that will allow first responders to transport and treat police canines injured in the line of duty, offering faster medical care than before for our four legged partners. I am very surprised that already wasn't a thing. Well, I guess they, they have to give priority to people, right? Probably. But yeah, that'd be cool. You get an ambulance to take a dog to the vet right away. That makes me feel really good. Um, it says under uh, the bill SB 388 EMTs would be allowed to give care to canines at the scene and transport them for emergency care the same way they would for an injured human officer. Now, I don't think that means they're going to um, be given EMTs uh, like veterinary training, but I think they, I mean, I think they'll tourniquet, you know, uh, try to stop bleeding just the basic stuff and take them, like you said, instead of to a trauma center, you take them straight to a vet. Um, and let them do it. Um, what does it say right here? Last year, a bill was signed to increase penalties for those who injure or kill canine officers in Florida. Back in 2019, canine Titan with the St. Petersburg police was shot along with a Pinellas County deputy. And in 2017, a suspect threw flaming liquid on a Tampa police officer and canine Indo. Um, so basically you get like an enhancement on that, which you always should have. I mean, I don't know yeah. why. I mean, it seems common sense. I don't know why you need to have I mean, it's an officer. Yeah. I mean, there should automatically been an enhancement, but I do like seeing the media reporting this though. I mean, this is from uh, Fox 13 in Tampa Bay is where I read this. Oh, um, it's Fox. That's why nowhere else probably had it. Well, you have it here on the real WTH show. Yeah. We should have like a news intro, like da -ding, da -ding, da -ding, da -ding. breaking news, folks, breaking news. <laughs> That's right, Bob. I'm out here live. I had like wind behind me and it's like, like but fan. then we have to get a third guy named Bob. Yeah. Bob, how are you? So good job, Florida. You guys are uh, giving me some hope, even though um, y'all are still crazy down there. <laughs> America's wang. It's, it's, yeah, it's the, the yin and the yang is Florida, you know? The yin and the wang yeah. is Florida. Mostly. <clears throat> yeah, well. They might be sending all those people like up to New York or something like that. But yeah, you dude. ready for uh, <clears throat> some overseas police work? Oh, bring it. Okay, hold on, I gotta find it. Fail. Uh, so, are you familiar with Pakistan? Um, a little bit. That's where well, they found great that's this time of year. Oh, so that's almost where they found Obama. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> they found Osama. Um. So I saw this story and I was like, what is this can't be real, but it is uh, Pakistan police pop the rollerblades on to catch Karachi's criminals. Oh, I've seen this video. Have you? It's hilarious. <laughs> they have a rollerblade police force that goes out in like the malls and stuff like that. I guess they have a huge problem with like terrorism in those areas. And these people, they're legit. Like there's a female force, which is a big deal over there because females aren't 
really allowed to do anything, but they have a full, uh, I think full squad or something like that. That's all females. Um, but they also have males, but they, they put rollerblades on, they rollerblade through the mall or through these high traffic areas where, you know, the streets aren't torn up. Um, but yeah, they train and like there's videos of them training on rollerblades and shooting. Like it's legit. So here's my thing. You're in Pakistan, okay? Uh-huh. You rob a 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Americans work in 7-Elevens there. Maybe. Rather than <laughs> Middle Eastern people. Anyways, um, I, I, I steal myself a Juji fruit. Okay. I run out the door. I got some rollerbladers chasing me. All I gotta do is go run in some sand, dude. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) You're in a sand country. Watching some of the videos of them shooting while on rollerblades, you know, laws aren't the same there. Here's American shoot free will, you know. And and here's us in America. We're on segways and malls. No, we even (laughs) we don't. I haven't seen those in a while. I think we have like those robots still, like the robot in the um, hotel that you yeah yeah Yeah. that's funny i seen that video it's hilarious i like it how uh that one this one guy he like jumps down a flight of stairs and and yeah sorry a flight of stairs is what seven steps is that what we (laughs) figured out when i moved oh yeah so i think this was i think this was five steps so this is technically not a flight of stairs it's just shy of it there you go i just sent you the story so you can you can view it at your leisure is that your only thing you have overseas uh no I have another thing overseas, but it's going to require a little bump. Okay. Let's not do that yet. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, use our uh, environmental card and fly our jet back over here to New Mexico um, and stick with the same genre with police work. Um, So in New Mexico, there's a sheriff that's um, trying to become mayor in Albuquerque. And um, there is video of this. It's, I want you guys to go find it because I think it'd be funnier just to type it up. Um, so uh, it says right here, New Mexico sheriff hoping to become mayor of Albuquerque had his largest campaign event interrupted Tuesday by a drone dangling a dong. Um, <laughs> Vernon Leo County Sheriff Manuel Gonzalez was responding to a question from a woman in the audience of 70 um, at Re- Revel Entertainment Center when a drone buzzed toward the stage. Is that a dong on the drone? A voice said in a footage from the event, which that might be the show title right there. <laughs> um, Gonzalez tells the Albuquerque Journal that he could see the man he believed to be the drone's operator on the side of the fence. Once the venue's owner grabbed the contraption from the air, dong first. Another person, a man later identified as uh, whatever, uh, tried to get back in. According to the criminal complaint, deputy said Dreyer uh, then threw a punch at Gonzalez or Dreyer, I guess that's the 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 dong dangler <laughs> um which landed on his arm and yelled he's a tyrant the video is kind of funny because i i fly drones and you you see the little drone coming in pictures like Ing. This and is, there's this just, is like inside a building too yeah it is just a penis hanging from the bottom <laughs> of it dangling right there i mean i they call it the dong copter um and i just i don't know sometimes people <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry. Video posted to Facebook shows Gonzalez answering questions from the audience while standing on a stage at an event center when the drone bearing the sex toy started buzzing near the stage. Oh, I bet it was buzzing. Uh, It wasn't the drone. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. Colonel, you better take a look at this radar. What is it, son? I don't know, sir. But it looks like a giant dick. Um, yeah, it's funny, right? Here the video on uh what website am I on right now? Uh Newser, I guess. I typed in uh to find this article, Dong Copter. Yeah. Take a look out of starboard. Oh my god, it looks like a huge pecker! Oh yeah. Wait, that's not a woodpecker, it looks like someone's private. <laughs> Um, and it put like a restriction thing on here to watch it on YouTube. It's funny. Um, you actually see in the video, uh, you see it kind of like flying and he like swats it and like grabs it. And no joke, dong first. We have reports of an unidentified flying object. It is a long, smooth shaft, complete with two balls. Um, I mean, there could have been any other way of handling it. Um, part of me is like wondering like how would Trump would have handled that? Like he probably would have just like started laughing or I've been like, is that what you got? <laughs> um, but this guy, he's just standing on a little stage. Um, it's like a tent. It's dangling. Oh, and, and it's, it's a dangling one. It's, it's like floating around, floppy doppy. What is that? That looks just like an enormous wang. Pay attention. I was distracted by that enormous flying. Willie. Yeah. What's that? Well, it looks like a giant. Johnson. And people just look so confused as like, what? is that and then the guy hits it and i think it, the one guy kind of he comes in a frame and he i think he's mad that someone hit his drone and you see like now you see like this is where i think it's funny you see like eight guys step up and tackle this guy i'm like dude like this guy is flying a drone with a dong i think you could just probably tell him to like just sit down he might listen to you but like eight this guy him. so i i think it's a guy Dreyer, is that the yeah, guy? yeah okay said that he did not intend to hit gonzalez but was upset the way gonzalez answered a question and intended to swing his fist through the air at nothing when you're mm. right next to someone yeah all right that looks like a huge penis the male reproductive organ also known as tallywhacker schlong or wiener any of you kids want another wiener Dad? What's that? I don't know, son, but it's got great big nuts. Hot, salty nuts. Yeah, this is uh Ooh, ooh. We might have a little uh little uh I forget what you call it. Um might oh, it might have been sent by a rival. Gonzalez suggested Wednesday that the stunt with the drone may have been sent by the rival campaign of incumbent mayor Tim Keller, also a Democrat. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants some Lord Almighty? That looks just like my husband's one-eyed monster. Step right up and see the one-eyed monster. Ah! Hey, what's that? It looks like a big Woody. Yeah, I I saw that too. That you know, it wouldn't surprise me that they that they do things like this. Um, it says Damn Keller's bro. campaign denies it that it does. That it's uh I'm not a fan of Tim Keller either, and I and I identify as libertarian, he tells the journal, which notifies which notes the so-called Don Copper was also seen on Sunday. Um he said it was disruptive, rude, and immature. It and was he any involvement. It was. I mean, I mean, what other things could you hook to the bottom oh, of the Oh, and drone? then he 
he follows that up to to suggest that we were behind it is pathetic and the kind of desperation that has marked Manny's troubled campaign. Yeah, I, I don't believe that for one bit because it's very, very easy to point that finger in another direction and be like, oh, yeah, just keep blaming us, keep blaming us. Nobody likes to take re like responsibility anymore for like their own stuff. Woody Harrelson, can I have your autograph? Sure, no problem. <clears throat> oh, my Lord, look at that thing so big oh, i've seen bigger that's just a little prick like this stuff is hilarious i mean a lot of these things are like staged you know too like uh like when what was it like pelosi and schumer and all them were wearing that um african oh yeah thing yeah. i'm like i i don't what was it they didn't do enough research but it was like the yeah. stuff they're wearing was from like some tribe in africa that actually slaved people or something like that i can't remember exactly what it was but i'm like it's it's photo opportunities and it's clickbait is what it is and i don't think this is the, this uh sheriff who's running for mayor he did this i think it was maybe another way for uh someone else to do it like tim keller or whatever to do it to remain relevant and be like it wasn't me but hey his name's in the in the news now right his name's back in there so what hey. they say any news is good or any media is good media whatever they say but you know Dryer got it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if if he uh, the good thing is that drone, if it needs another battery, there's one right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just hold on a second. I mean, I mean, I fly drones, dude. But like, dude, like how center did he have to like put that on there for that thing to because drones are going to be very calibrated. He took some time. He knows his way around a dong. That's for sure. <laughs> Good job, Dryer. You just added yourself. All right. So we're going to do another segment um, where um, we're going to be dealing with some things that might be flying on my end. Um, you know, because I have a story too, but we're going to, seems like everyone likes this, 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 um, this segment. It's our. Uh... The Real WTH Show presents Earthly. Oh yeah. Odd Earth. This one's odd China. You ready? Oh yeah. I'm probably gonna be typing up some stuff and look researching some things while you're doing it as well. Cause I love okay. I love it when you do these things. Oh, this actually comes from uk.news.yahoo.com for some reason. But hmm. it, it showed up in my little alerts. Um, I just saw this today. The headline. I haven't even read it yet. So this might be a little rough. That's uh, like that's like me and the uh um oh yeah, the football player yeah. stripper. I, yeah. I lucked out. Uh what was what was that movie called? Magic Mike. Yeah. Don't act like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's the movie? What's what's his name? Uh you know, he dances. Yeah. Uh, so the headline says massive human head in Chinese well forces scientists to rethink evolution. Dude. Okay. First of all, I had this story pulled up on my phone. <laughs> okay. I couldn't find it on here. It wasn't loading for some reason and I haven't read it either. So we're going to read this baby together. Okay. Did you find it? Yeah, I'm on a different website, though. I'm on The Guardian. 
So. Okay. Well, this is from the Guardian. Oh, okay. You're good then. Yeah. Um, so it says the discovery of a huge fossilized skull that was wrapped up and hidden in a Chinese well nearly 90 years ago has forced scientists to rewrite the story of human evolution. So analysis of the remains has revealed a new branch of the human family tree that points to a previously unknown sister group more closely related to modern humans than the Neanderthals. Hmm. So people were thinking we went Neanderthal to us, mm -hmm. I guess. But this is saying there's like something in between, maybe. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, they came up with a new name for the human species. Yeah, they did. Uh, Homo longi. Yes, baby girl. But this was the guy driving the drone. Um. <laughs> or, or it was also known as Dragon Man. Dragon Man. Um, although Dragon other Man. experts are more cautious about the designation. Um, yeah, they say it's like the most important find in the past 50 years. And it's a wonderfully preserved fossil. Yeah, I, I briefly read somewhere here that some dude like kept it in a well. Yeah, um, for 50 years or something like that. Yeah, and then like he passed it down. Um, 1933. Oh, so almost like 90 years. There was a, uh, I got to find the, uh, I was listening to a radio show a long time ago and they were talking about Neanderthals and like what they would have said. Like, I'm really interested in this stuff. Like way back in the day, like what did people sound like back in the day? Like what were their voices? Like no one really knows what Abraham Lincoln's voice was because there's no recording of it. You know what I'm saying? So they're like wondering what do Neanderthals sound like? And it's funny because they, they looked at like their, uh, their, whatever you call it, like their skeletons and everything and then they said kind of the same way they did in jurassic park where they said that this is kind of how they feel like what the raptors would sound like mm. it's the same way and then they said that the neanderthals voices are actually really high pitched like, and hey i'm from saskatchewan uh -huh. yeah? <laughs> no, no it's actually it, like the, the the thing is like um it it you type in a word and it'll say it but in the voice and it goes like one <clears throat> take two one two three I mean, it basically, it sounds like Mickey Mouse. Sound, like, yeah, Mickey Mouse. That's how they say, oh, golly. You know, that's that's kind of what they sound like. Uh, I got to find the uh, um, thing. But it says right there that you said Homo Longi, you know, and we're Homo Dragon sapiens. Man. Dragon Man. Um, R. Says the, the bones date back to at least 146,000 years old. Hmm, that's a long time. Should ask Betty White about that. <laughs> or Or Biden, even. You might even so, know. So how long is 23 centimeters? Let's ask uh, Dreyer. <laughs> <You might know. laughs> I know. Uh, but it says the skull is 23 centimeters long and more than 15 centimeters wide. I like it right here. It says in quotes, uh, beneath the thick brow ridge, the face has large square eye sockets, but is delicate despite its size. And then quotes, this guy had, this a, guy huge had a huge head. <laughs> Said Stringer. Oh, yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. Stringer. Barely even newer. Um, <laughs> uh, a guy who was about 50 years old, who would have been an impressive physical specimen. His wide, bulbous nose allowed him to breathe huge volumes of air, <laughs> indicating a high-energy lifestyle. He's heavily built, very robust. Wait, you're talking about me? I'm no, right I'm here, dude. 
the drone dong. Oh, speaking <laughs> of robust. Um, yeah, it says right here something about there's an argument about what they were going to call it. it. Says I prefer to call it Homo d- d- uh, Dali Dalianus Dalianus Daliansis. Yeah. But um, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't even know that there's like a. Oh, oh I think it's because it, it it's similar to a found in Dali County in China. Oh. So that's why da- Dali, so Dalianesis. Um, so th- they're wanting, I think, name it more for where it was, the location. Um, it says right here, whatever the name, one possibility is that the Harbin School is Denisovian, um, which is a mysterious group of extinct humans. From Siberia. Yeah. Um, certainly the specimen could be uh, Denisovian, but we have to be cautious. What we need is much more complete skeletal material of the Denisovians alongside DNA. What were we talking about last week? We we're talking about um, uh, there was a mammoth skull or found up in uh, near the Chico area, right? Seems like a lot oh, of these yeah. things are coming out and about right now. Um, I know. It, I mean, I'm starting to see it more in the news. I don't know if it's a... Um, you know, like a smoke screen to take away from what's really going on in the world. But this stuff is really interesting, especially the scientists that, uh, you know, research this stuff. Now the skull, it's crazy looking. Um, I mean, it looks like a normal skull, but it does look a little odd. But what's crazy is, is there's a tooth on here that actually looks like it is a fake tooth. Like they had like uh, Neanderthal dentists or, or <laughs> dental work. Gosh, could you imagine, dude? Like Neanderthal dental work. It's like Tom Hanks and Castaway with the roller skate taking out his impacted <laughs> tooth. Oh, that scene, man. Sorry, yeah. Wilson. There it is. Yeah. 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 We were, <laughs> we almost had it. What um, movie is that? From? That's from uh, um, Castaway, like I said. What's that? Oh, stupid. <laughs> that one's better. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Way exactly. Movie. Yeah. Oh, Wilson, just like the movie, huh? What? Come in. Um, no, that's uh that's cool, man. I like that stuff. Hey. Hey. So the, going uh, real quick, going back to the the drone guy, right? <laughs> You're stuck on the dong, aren't you? <laughs> Would you say the guy that jumped up and grabbed the drone? <laughs> Was he a cock blocker? <laughs> This is literally the uh, the air marshal episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, uh, I, I can't even think of like things like you. You were the one that was on the roll of all those, and I think like a lot, like a good ninety percent of them came out after we ended the show. We kept going with them, and I, I think, I think more for the end of this one. Yeah, we got to write them down. That's funny. I wonder if I could put one on the bottom of mine put it in the bottom of mine <laughs> excuse me come again wait what those don't do that <laughs> somebody walks in what's the buzz all about <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's hilarious um one guy looks up that's where my wife put it 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The 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 Phantom uh, Mavic Two, the Phantom Rambone Two. <laughs> this one comes with an extra battery and a dong. <laughs> so, you, what if that was like Amazon, like an Amazon delivery? You know how they do those Amazon uh, drone deliveries, and it just you know you you did that like eco packaging so they just dangle it from there and they just send it as it is and it went to the wrong area they're all oops our bad what's the buzz about Jeez. good stuff right there good one buddy um so sticking with non-dong but with earthly oddities um we you did an episode gosh quite a while ago where you basically it was your show you took over i forget what it was it was the something manuscript what was it called voynich voynich yeah. so um i'm gonna be doing my own here um hopefully pretty soon i've been doing my research and i took a field trip over the weekend and it was a bucket list field trip I, I think maybe even for you because it's like a conspiracy late in town yeah. things happen and there's a museum there i got to see things in person and it was amazing yeah and um, now you're sending me a frame picture in the mail Thank yes you. yes well i'll send you the picture not a frame well i could probably send you a frame one this frame was from walmart it was only four bucks okay yeah walmart's out there uh no not okay. in the sticks yeah um but i went to a town called point pleasant west virginia which is on the ohio border and that's where the mothman stuff happened and there's a mothman museum and it was awesome um i got to see actual like i mean the movie if you've seen the movie that's not the story it's no it's in fact after because i haven't seen the movie that's in a, a while, story made from the story yeah it, it, it was funny is is like i forgot what he, the time that all this mothman stuff actually happened with the silver bridge it was like 1966 and 67 like in the movie it's all modern day cars and everything it's it's it, it takes bits and pieces and barely runs with it there's there's so much more to it this is where the origination of the men in black came in um like the, this is all from that um government things um you have um it, it it's there's a lot to take in the mothman is just a part of it but it's pretty cool um i got to see the spot where the bridge was um and then we drove over the river the bridge didn't fall thank god um i got to see the actual tape i sent you a picture of the tape of uh the guy it's a very famous um uh, if you're in interview interview um with um I forget his name is Durenberger and he's the one that is telling the story of when he met Indrid cold um, who came to his car door. And then does, does that whole out of a spaceship spaceship? Yeah, that whole, and then I'll get more to that into the episode of what that conversation was, which wasn't really a conversation. It was more of a thought for thought, thought for station. Cause nobody yeah. ever talked. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's a uh, dude. It was way cool, man. And then I got that poster, which, I saw that. I was like, oh, man, that's, oh, I got this too. I forgot to show you. Hold on, be right back. So you know how I have like, I'm not sure if you can see back here. I yeah. have like all my horror stuff up there. I have, I have like 
horror Funko Pops and like like toys and stuff. Um, they had this there. It was like a Creatures of Lore Mothman toy. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's cool. And on the that's back cool. it has I like got a poster and a toy <laughs> in the mail. What's okay. cool, what's cool about it is on the back Did it has deliver it by drone. I yeah, by, by dong. Okay. Um Amadong. <laughs> um the back of it it has like is it what's funny about this is it has is this creature number two so i wonder what oh, other man, creatures they have really hard to get it delivered that way <laughs> <laughs> love it love it <laughs> i love these episodes where these things happen because <laughs> when i end up uh editing them i end up laughing all over again dude dude it's 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 the best um so i think there might be more in a series of these but on the back it has some stats and it says type winged humanoid height which this isn't confirmed uh it's a seven feet tall 10 to 15 feet wingspan it could be there's various things range point pleasant west virginia first account um november 12 1966 in the cemetery in clendenden uh, or clendenden uh, west virginia threat to humans moderate to high dark omen or angel of death with a question mark likes uh delicious clothing fibers porch lights um, it says it transverse orientation dislikes this is, <laughs> this is hilarious i haven't read this yet uh, mothballs windshields bug zappers and richard gear movies <laughs> um it even has a little map on there where it was but basically the story of it is just just because i I'm, I'm gonna you know give you guys a little bit of a synopsis of what the show will be about it says the mothman was first spotted by grave diggers in 1966 at a cemetery in clendenin West Virginia, this large winged humanoid creature, over. yeah, yeah, has made his home in the mountain state ever since. The v- vast majority of Mothman sightings have occurred nearly 80 miles away from Clendenin, around the hazardous explosives waste site of an abandoned TNT factory in Point Pleasant. Speaking of which, the Mothman Museum, I think, starting now, they're they have like their own escape room in there, but they're now have a, their own little tour bus where they take you to the TNT zone now. Oh. Um, it says, uh, drawn to tragedy, like, um, a moth to a flame, this, uh, precognitive ambulance chaser of the unnatural world makes cluster appearances in the months leading up to catastrophe. Most believe the Mothman is warning of impending events. And unfortunately his powers of prediction are legendary because tragedy always follows him. Mothman is now among the most notorious cryptids in North America and ain't the moonshine that makes this legend all too real. So I saw like letters uh, from like handwritten letters um, to like Robert F. Kennedy and from Robert F. Kennedy um, back when he was a senator. And they're just like talking about, you know, we need to look into this Um, actual letters from people saying like, um, you know, I I had this or or I got this thing that said that like a uh, an event was going to happen at what was it? A bomb was going to go off somewhere or at the same time that. who was the president then? Uh, was it Johnson? When he lights a Christmas tree, the power is going to go on the East Coast and a bomb is going to go off. That never happened. But what did happen was the Silver Bridge fell around the same time. So it's almost like a, like, like they said, a precognitive prediction type thing. And uh, it is just very interesting. I mean, do I believe in it? Not so much. It's fun. Um, and on that same note, um, I can't remember if we completely talked about this. 
Uh, but I do know that we mentioned it before, but I recently just got this big old thing right here it is the fallout 76 survival guide. Okay. Um, this thing is amazing. The reason why um, it was brought to my attention a few weeks back when I was on my anniversary trip, we went to the Greenbrier, which I found out through looking at things that the Greenbrier was in the fallout 76 video game. Oh, that's cool. Then I researched the video game, realized that the entire video game, is set in West Virginia, the entire thing. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get the game because I want I to see it. Literally, my town is in it. The New River Gorge Bridge is in it. I've already, huh. I'm just playing the game, traveling all these places. The Mothman Museum is in the game. <laughs> you go to a lighthouse and you're supposed to light the light and lighthouse to summon the Mothman. This is awesome. I mean, they, they got it nailed down. It, it's pretty cool. I'm sitting there traveling. It's all you've now entered Beckley, West Virginia Mall. <laughs> Looks the same. <laughs> like, there's part of your house. Yeah. Well, it's not that accurate. I mean, actually, because I have a That'd map be weird. Here. I have a map. Yeah. Be you, you like walk up on the game, you know, look in the windows and you see yourself playing the video game. Yeah. He has like a little pit boy on his arm. He's like typing. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> um, but I mean, I have like a map that came with it and but it's not like a completely accurate map but like west virginia university is in it um the lake that i drove over today is in it, it it's pretty cool I, I love playing the game it is a very you'll never beat the game they're always adding stuff to it um but this is just another thing for me to look up west virginian lore because apparently there's a lot of things like up in point pleasant it wasn't just um the mothman there was alien sightings like you said injured cold uh, the um, the Men in Black was originated from this story. From Andrew Cole. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Well, he was essentially a Man in Black. Well, they, yeah, he was in black, but it was like a sparkly black. They said. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm doing some more research on it. Um. Compiling of um the pictures that I took when I was there. Um. And then of course with the book and some other podcasts. Uh. That I'm not going to do it any justice whatsoever, but like the Astonishing Legends five-part series on it is amazing. They, they go down this, like, they, they're now talking about like um, sounds, like different sounds that like um, will make you feel dread. And they're, because apparently the Mothman like emanated like a sound in this area, then everyone just felt like dread or whatever. And they were seeing if that was even possible. You know, it, it there's so much to the story. Um, and I think we have a couple other monsters here. I think we have the Flatwoods monster, and then we also have, I think we have our version of it. about that. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. See, I haven't really ventured out past this yet. Um, um uh, what's it called? The Astonishing Legends, they had the director guy on their show. He talked about it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I um uh, I gotta look that up because I know um, yeah, it says right here. Uh, Flatwoods Monster, uh, also known as the Braxton County Monster or Phantom of Flatwoods in West, is in West Virginia folklore, is an entity reported to have been sighted in the towns of Flatwoods or Braxton County. Well, that's kind of redundant. Um, bright object in the sky. Um, so, I, I mean, they're, they're, I think they're also thinking that this could maybe also be um, Mothman, but it's in a completely different area from where Mothman was sighted. Um, but the red eyes and everything but it, it dude it, it's cool and i'm telling you right now i told this story a long time ago when i first moved here and i was working i was driving down the highway and 
I saw these two red lights up on the mountain. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, it's Mothman. Oh my God, he's real. And then uh, later on, when, when I was driving back up the same highway, the sun was out. It was a cell tower that was blinking. So I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, but there's something about listening to the Astonishing Legends podcast and then them talking about the red eyes while you're driving down the highway, seeing two red lights in the mountains. It, it's very, very eerie. Uh, but it, it's cool though. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go to the museum, um, it's very cheap. It's only four dollars and fifty cents um, to go uh, for per adult. Uh, and they had movie uh, movie props there. So they actually, and if you've seen the movie, there's a scene where um, what's her name, um, the liberal, um, what's her face, Deborah Messing. She get they get in the car wreck at the very beginning. Her head hits the window, and then the Mothman crack. Uh, that's there. Uh, huh. the, the glass. Uh, Laura Lenny's uh, police uniform is there. It's pretty cool. They actually have a piece of the, the silver bridge, which was cool. Um, they have a small section that looks like a vault. Um, they have a Fallout 76 area. They sell like Fallout 76 shirts and stuff. Um, so it, it, it's very cool. Um, and it's just south of uh, a... <laughs> The Astonishing Legends podcast, they, they had a hard time pronouncing the uh, this this town that I actually drove into. Uh, Gallipolis is what they call it. It's in Ohio. It's on the other side of the river. So the, the Silver Bridge connected Gallipolis and Point Pleasant. And um, we went and had Taco Bell over there because we were, we were hungry. But uh, so if you're ever, you're maybe like two hours, I think south of Columbus is where this is. So if you ever, if, if you're AJ from the, hashtag it's needed podcast come down say hi yeah yeah or if you're in point pleasant go up there and say hi to aj you want a little uh live update here on a previous episode do it um friend of the show avid listener katie smith Ooh. just wrote in yeah just now huh yes just now actually about 30 minutes ago says listening to number 75 giants coach Alyssa nacken and yes, she grew up like a little sister to Brian a couple houses down. His parents are her godparents, I believe. Brian was best friends with her older brothers growing up. And all the parents are still super good friends. Oh, so I was right. Yep. You're That's right. cool. Yeah. yeah. And I believe Katie also sent you a beer uh, suggestion. Uh, yeah, I had the uh, the Sierra Nevada that she sent. I've I've tried. I don't know if I've reviewed it, but I've definitely had it before. Actually, I think I have some in the fridge right now. Mm -hmm. um, but she sent the Loomis Basin one, which I want to try, called Cali Cruisin. I think that's right. It's a oh, West Coast IPA. And speaking of drones, <laughs> um, it's like the one year or not one year anniversary. Like it's the anniversary of the time that we all took a picture of of us with brian's drone in his oh, front yard yeah. yeah so maybe uh brian got the dong copter maybe 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 that's where they got the idea it was from you know it wouldn't surprise me if they got that idea from him yeah he, he's all here borrow mine they're all the they're all the the drone is all no the dong he cleans <laughs> pipes and he flies them <laughs> <laughs> He does. He, he, he's, he's a plumber, people. <laughs> and a very good one, might very I add. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually had to FaceTime him when I first moved. I'm like, dude, look at this. What do I do? 
He's all, oh, go get this and this. You're good. It was like, dude. Like, First you buy a drone. Then you attach it to the drone. Oh, no. Yeah. Not that picture you sent him. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually the one that got me to want to buy a drone because that was so much fun. That was actually one of the last times I saw Eric. Oh, I yeah. I haven't, I haven't ran into him since. Well, I haven't ran into anybody since I moved out here. But, like, yeah. I think you might have seen him a couple times after that, but I haven't seen him. Oh, yeah. He lives out here again. So. that's right good dude we should have him on just for just for fun i keep trying he's he's still microphone shy oh yeah that, that's a thing i mean we both were microphone shy when we first started i mean if you if you go back to the first episode dude i was so nervous <laughs> it's weird it's very strange like talking to people when they're not right in front of you what what are you laughing about Evan? did you say something am i going to find this out when i go to edit no, I'm just thinking of stuff to say at the end of the show. Oh, love it. I um, love it. So you were talking about something that happened back in the 60s, right? Yeah. I got some, an update about something that happened back in the 60s. You're all full of updates, aren't you? Yeah. Are you familiar with the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with the two... Um, what do, what do you call them? The things he sent into the newspaper. What are they called? The the there were the um, the like coded messages. Yeah, there's like what Z31 and Z35 or something like that. So you got uh, hold on, let me find it real quick. Z32 and 32. Z13. Those are the two that people couldn't crack because the other ones. So they I don't know what the Z stands for. Maybe just Zodiac. But um, the number after it stands for the number of characters that were right. in the coded message. So the ones that they figured out are like Z430 and Z5 something because they have a lot of characters, right? They were able right. to decipher that. These other ones, Z32 and Z13, nobody can crack because they're so short. They say there, there's not enough there to be able to put a cipher to it um, until now. Someone has cracked those two codes, one of which, the Z13, is... Brings it local. The, the, yes, it does bring it local to me. Mm -hmm. um, but Z13 has to do with the identity of the Zodiac Killer. That's the one where it says, my name is, and spells out the name. Um, so a guy in France, Argentin, Ar Argentul, France... This guy's name is, wow, Fakal Zerouli. Um, but it says he loves a good challenge. As a teenager, he designed 3D animations. In 2018, he completed an Iron Man race. More recently, he developed virtual reality software that allows people to experience life in a space capsule. Hmm. Um, he says he's never set limits on what he can learn. He's 38 years old, and he's a business consultant. Um, so I forget, we're just going to call him Z because his last name's hard to say. So when Z stumbled across an article in a French magazine in, in December saying that no one had ever solved two cy ciphers, that's what they're called. That's right. Two ciphers attributed to the Zodiac killer who terrorized the San Francisco Bay area in the 1960s and seventies. He thought, why not me? Um, the ciphers had long baffled cryptographers. 
law enforcement agents and amateur sleuths obsessed with the unidentified serial killer with a penchant for ciphers. Um, half a century, I mean, 1960. Yeah, it's about half a century now that it's been, maybe a little more. Um, but people always thought they're never going to find out the identity of this guy. Um, lots of people have tried. No one's been able to to figure it out because, like I said, that Z13 one is the one where they figured out that they think it says my name is something. Um, but uh, this guy, two weeks it took him, and he cracked the two remaining ciphers. Um, he used an encryption key that came to light in December, and he created... And creative code tact. Oh my gosh! And creative code cracking techniques. Um, in excitement, he began posting messages and videos online on some of the dozens of forums called things like the Zodiac Killer, Unsolved, and Unforgotten. Um, so there's a lot of people that follow these forums. Um, but in posting this stuff, I guess he made a lot of people mad because I think there's it talks about it in here, but I think he's right. There's an element of people who like that type of thing. They like the mystery and stuff. He's saying he solved it. So people are getting mad Yeah, because there's no mystery anymore. And I, I, I mean, the way that this article is written and the way that he talks, he might've found it. I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem like it was that hard either, but he like created a program to decipher the ciphers. Um, and he used it based on other ciphers that were solved using those programs and some other things. Um, he even had one of his posts on one of those forums deleted by a moderator. Um, some, some people have said, I don't believe it for a second. When he says that it took two weeks to crack Z32 and an hour for Z13. So Z13, the small one that everyone said was impossible, took him an hour and only two weeks for Z32. Uh, in hindsight, Z said he realized he'd been a little tactless, brazenly bursting into a tight-knit community with what he presented as definitive solutions. Um, he basically came in and told them, this is the end. You know, your 50-year your, your pursuit is over, um, but those people don't want it to end. Um he sent his results in to different law enforcement agencies. I don't think he's heard back from him yet. Um, but he basically started this as a, because wherever he's from, COVID's locked down everything. So he's like, oh, what am I going to do for a year and a half, you know? So he decided, I'm going to try and do this kind of stuff. Um, but there were four separate ciphers, and two of them were solved, correct? Yeah, Uh from, one was 408 characters. It, yeah, and one of them, it was the one that was, uh, uh, there's like this couple that that actually solved it from Vallejo, I think. Yeah. Um, the 408 character one said he loved murdering people. That one was, was figured out like almost right after it was sent. Um, there was something about putting a bomb on a school bus too. Uh, I think that might be the 32 character one. Maybe. Hold on. Let me look at this. Because there was a lot of uh, people thought that 
Ted Kaczynski was the Unabomber, or sorry, he was the Unabomber. They thought Ted Kaczynski was the Zodiac killer. And then even into more modern times, um, people were saying that um, um, Joseph D'Angelo, the Golden State killer, was the Zodiac killer, but it just doesn't line up with the the locations and the timing just doesn't line up right. Uh, so this guy used the same um, encryption key that was used to break the 340 character cipher because it was made public domain. So he applied it to the 32 character cipher. And that's the one um, that had the location of a bomb set to go off at a school in 1970. Um, but that never happened. But the actual location of that school is in South Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he figured that one out. Oh, let me see. It says he deciphered it. It says Labor Day find 45.069 north, 58.719 west. And that is the longitude latitude of a school in South Lake Tahoe. Um, so the last one, which, uh, the 13 character one that said, my name is blank. He figured out that it says my name is K A Y R, which resembled the last name of Lawrence K who was a salesman and career criminal living in South Lake Tahoe, um, who was a suspect in the case. And he also uh, used the pseudonym Kane, but this guy died in 2010. Um, but the reason why he thinks this is right is because there were also typos in other ciphers where the killer actually screwed up on the code that he was writing and made it a different letter. So he thinks this could be the same thing. But yeah, he thinks that the Zodiac killer was Lawrence K out of South Lake Tahoe. Yeah, there's a lot of theories out there. It's pretty interesting because, like, every single theory, like, you and I, we both watched the same documentary on D.B. Cooper. Yeah. And each one of those stories that people were telling. Real quick. Have you seen the new Loki series? Not yet. You haven't? No, I haven't started it yet. The first episode, it talks about, you know, how he's, like, the trickster god or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. It, it they're going back through his life and they're like hey look at what you did here they show him as db cooper on the plane <laughs> dude when he's dressed up with the glass it looks exactly like the sketch oh like really? that character who plays loki exactly like him tom hiddleston yeah i would love to see a movie about db cooper but the thing is it's like it would be speculation the yeah whole movie all be. speculation um yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I heard it's I heard it's good. I heard it's less superhero and more like an X-Files. Yeah. 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 So which I'm I'm kind of superheroed out a little bit. I'm I'm kind of wanting something like X-Files. Um, so I might actually start tomorrow, actually. Yeah, I um, it. it was good. But uh like we were talking about DB Cooper, like in that in that documentary, like each and every single one of those interviews that they're interviewing the families who are saying that they think it was one of their family members each one of them had very like valid points and yeah. i'm like man like do that transgendered one i was like wow that's like yeah that, it's out there but dude that's a theory and like i'm like oh that's the one that's the one and also another one come up I'm like no that's the one that's the one yeah 
I don't know what to think, but they're all good theories. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, things like this are helpful because I think, you know, the more mind you get, you know, just like, you know, that couple, they actually solved that one cipher uh, and helped the police. But then we go back to the Alyssa Lamb story where you had that one guy who was in the hotel and they are accusing him of killing her because he's a metalhead. You know, he listens to heavy, like death metal, sings the songs about like killing people, but it's heavy metal people, you know, that's what it, they do. Um, but he's like, yeah, but they didn't realize that I was in that hotel a year before she went missing. Yeah. And so, but you had these uh, people online who were doing their investigations and putting it out there and it was harming him. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, I can see where it could, you know, you harm people. But I mean, I think if you have like evidence, like this cipher, this is what it says right here. And here's how I could prove to you. This is what it says. This is why I think it is that way. You're not just like falsely accusing someone be like, Oh, Wilson did it. Cause anybody could say that. Right. But you yeah. say Wilson did it, but where's your proof? Well, I have the cipher here and this is what it says. And be like, well, okay. So I could see that, but I can see that you're not a whack job for just blaming people there's a little bit of proof, you know, there that it could be a, you know, and you said the guy was already a suspect anyway. So it's not like his um, life was getting ruined. I mean, no one ever heard of him until this article came out. So it's not like, you know, he's, you know, life is completely garbage now. So that's interesting. It's also funny to see how like people like, like to censor him. Like, no, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. There was a moderator that said, uh, the one that, that deleted his post about solving it, he said, um, I deleted it because we have a belief that those last two ciphers are impossible to solve. And anyone that puts uh, findings on that, we delete automatically. I was like, yeah. what? I hate that. You know what that How sounds that? like? That Facebook. sounds like a fact checker on Facebook right now. Yeah. yeah. Like saying, oh, it didn't start in a lab when it's clearly pointing because it's not lining up with what you think you don't yeah. people don't want to think outside the box anymore and be like you know maybe maybe it is unsolvable but you know there's there's a lot of things that only certain people could figure out i mean yeah you, know, you look at einstein you, people didn't know how to think about things like that until someone came along and had a different brain their brain was wired differently and they figured things out yeah so i hate the attitude and that sounds like reddit honestly and it's just like probably was it, it it wouldn't surprise me if that person's like a facebook moderator so yeah trump just needs to start his social media line so i can hop on there and get off facebook it's garbage right now yep so um cool man so i told you about this earlier i got some funny stories about sports oh yeah okay did you know that they started to they started a new role in baseball with pitching. Yeah, the, the um, sticky stuff. Sticky substance. Okay, so when this started, two, two major people, okay, they basically did the same exact thing. You remember uh, Max Scherzer? Max Scherzer, who looks like a husky. He has one colored eye. Yes. So uh, he was pitching very well in this game right when this this rule started which was i think it was monday um but uh in four innings the umpires checked him three times it's ridiculous yeah 
So it got a little ridiculous. And uh, at the end, Max Scherzer. Um, he wasn't happy. He looked over, he looked over at little uh, Joe Girardi and said, what? You know, the umpires came out to him. He took off his hat, threw down his glove, went to take off his, his belt. And the umpires are like, no, you're good. You're good. And then uh, he stared down Girardi for a while and made Girardi mad. And he came out and started yelling and immediately got ejected out of the game. Now, Girardi's so, the head. He's the manager for the Reds? Yes. Okay. That's I, think, I, I think it's the Reds now. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. But do you remember our good friend, Sergio Romo? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, almost the same thing happened to him, except, you know, the A's were losing like 13 to six. Okay. Yeah. And Romo goes, he pitches an inning as he's walking back to the dugout. The umpire comes over to check him, right? He looks right at the umpire, sees him coming. Romo throws down his hat on the ground, throws his glove on the ground, pulls his belt off, throws it on the ground and drops his pants right in front of the umpire. I saw that video and I was laughing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Major League Baseball has become a joke. Okay. Yeah. With all the, like, like, I, I don't, like, I've seen videos of like this whole new, like, if you're going to, you know, the, you're just going to walk the batter, you just walk them now. You, you don't need yeah. to throw four pitches. No, you throw four pitches because if that third pitch gets past that catcher, I've seen games one on that. Yeah. I've yeah. seen home runs hit by a pitcher accidentally throwing over the plate and somebody taking advantage of it and hitting it. Yeah. Um, and then you're having all this, I mean, yeah, the sticky substance, like, like, you know, you can't have like pine tar on your hands and stuff like that, but dude, like this, like, think of it like a, like a review, right? Like I'm going to review this home run. They don't review strikes. They review like home runs and stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it has to be really questionable. Now say Girardi says, uh, Scherzer, he has some black stuff on him and they're like, okay, they go check him. No, he's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just burnt it, dude. That's it. Serious. You unless, can't do it every he inning. Has it? Yeah. Because I think all the calls for Scherzer came from Girardi. Right. Max Scherzer is he still playing for Washington? Uh, I think so. Yes. So I think um, I think uh, Girardi's mad because they're in third place in the NL Central and. Washington second place in the NL East. So, oh, who's in first in the NL West? Oh, you know our good friends, friends of the show, San Francisco Giants. Oh, and those guys. The Dodgers are tied with San Diego. Come on, San Diego, I want you guys to just dominate them so bad. I actually yeah. don't mind San Diego. Um, but yeah, it's dude. I saw that same video, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I wasn't quite sure of the actual, the new rule as opposed to what the old rule was. I mean, yeah, you could get in trouble for them finding something before, but now they can go and check. That's the whole thing. And the rule is if you get caught 10 game suspension, you get paid still, but the team is not allowed to replace you. So they're down oh, one player. Okay. And because a lot of times uh, to hide it, they'll have like the catcher put some pine tar in his glove or something so that when he catches the ball, he'll he'll put his fingers on the pine tar, put it on the ball, throw it back to the pitcher, right? Mm -hmm. If that happens, it's still the pitcher that gets suspended. Mm. It all falls on the pitcher. 
Yeah. I mean, here's, here's my thought, dude, allow it. Let, let people roid up all they want, but allow it to be, allow everyone to do it. Yeah. Dude, that, that will be very interesting because that's basically the Sammy Sosa, Mark Guire area. Yeah. I mean, cause they're on, an they're equal just playing the ones field. that got caught. Right. They're on everybody an equal playing was doing it yeah. back then. Giambi can Seiko. Dude, they're all yeah. doing it. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Melky, dude, they were all doing it. And, you know, if, if you, if you put, make it a level playing field and say, yeah, it's and one thing that I never understood was they're all, yeah, if you're caught uh, with marijuana, you know, it's a fine or whatever, dude, that would make you think like that make you a worse player. Yeah. Cause you're just like, yeah, man, here's a ball, dude. Yeah. Like Here you're like just lazy. Oh, I missed it. It's like showing up drunk. You're going to be more impaired. It's not like you're on like crack or PCP and you're like, in a ufc fight yeah you know i'm like dude like I, I don't i don't get it and there's so many rules and then what was it there was the nba game the other day where who what who, who's in the finals right now it was um phoenix, phoenix and, and somebody and, right? and was it milwaukee i can't remember but there was like one minute left in the game took 30 minutes because they're reviewing everything i'm like there needs to be a number on there. If yeah. you accuse a pitcher, it needs to be like like court, like double jeopardy, right? You accuse yeah. them once. If you're false, that's it. You better yeah. have really good proof. Because what's going to happen is every single game now, when something's not going your way, yeah, just check them. Yeah. Just check them. And you're going to delay the game. You know, check them again. Check them every, every, every time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There's so many rules. And I wish we just get back to just normal rules. And again, Aubrey Huff has so much to say in this whole thing. Um, <laughs> it, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't mind Max Scherzer, um, you know, but it, I, I just, I find it just funny though, that like, it's funny. Cause like when he was out there, like he was mad, like really mad. <laughs> um, and I would be too, if someone accused me of something. And I'm like, dude, I'm just playing a good game right now. I mean, what would have happened to, you know, Matt Cain? Oh, it's not a perfect game. Check him, check him, check him. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if like the, even the umpire has a little bit of pine tar in his thing and he puts it on the ball, throws it back there and blames on him. And, and he's, you know, an inside yeah. man, you know, because, you know, throwing the game, you know, so it, it's, you know, if, if you're going to allow, I mean, honestly, I think all the pitchers, just let every pitcher have it if they want to use it they could use it if not not just makes the game a little bit harder to play but you're going to adapt and you know if your pitchers on your team want to be pitch better or whatever let them use it you know i mean they have the rousin bags out there yeah so i i just i, I don't get it man there's so many different rules i would love to I, I know uh the stallion has a lot of um passion for new rules when it comes to mlb so i would love to hear his take on that too if you do you know what he says about it i haven't talked to him yeah he's too busy probably in another academy trying to be cool no he graduated no he, he's probably like, you know i'm gonna do it again <laughs> you know i want to swim with the sharks again yeah they were fun i made friends with them his name was bruce <laughs> name's bruce so yeah, watch that video of of Romo though. That is, Pretty I mean, maybe it takes ten seconds. Glove, hat, belt, 
pants right in front of the dugout in front of fans dude i'm like <laughs> and, and and then the umpire didn't blink he's just kind of staring at him i'm like <laughs> yeah because it's ridiculous guys yeah it really Especially truly when is. they're losing by like eight runs and you're like why yeah see they're more concerned about that but what i get mad about is when there's a play at second and the runners running from first to second and he slides extremely late to take out the shortstop or second baseman and hurting him. I think it happened to, um, I can't remember his name. Um, played for the rain right now. He played for the Rangers. Yeah. Someone's getting taken out in second base at your house right now. Um, but I can't remember his name, but anyway, he got taken out. He got hurt. Like, dude, like baseball should not be like a full contact sport. It should be like when it happens, it happens on accident, not on purpose. And this guy is clearly doing this to disrupt the play to hurt him. But like to disrupt the play would be to like run and slide a little bit earlier. But like, dude, he slid like past the bag, like, like start sliding because he clearly wanted to take him out. But you're concerned about this guy's pine tar, you know, in his glove, but not that guy over there. So I don't know, man. I haven't watched a whole lot of baseball. I was actually watching some, uh, um, Dominican um, baseball the other day it was like Dominican Republic against Puerto Rico or Communist. something like that. No, it was it was it was it was cool to watch those guys. It was like their their World Series or whatever. It was on um, Hulu. It was live. It was the only ball game that I, I get on my TV because I don't have cable. But I'm pulling up the scores right now on MLB and Giants play I think uh, tonight against the A's. Yep. So be good stuff. So, anyways, dude, that's all I have. That's it. Cool. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, thank MSR Arms for putting this shindig on and for sending us the our, our very first, um, you know, Dongcopter, which, you know, we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it's the official MSR Arms. You know, there's the Goodyear blimp. There's the there's the MSR Arms Dongcopter. It flies over um, hunting season. <laughs> Um, make sure you use offer code WTH5 at checkout for 5% off your entire purchase. Um, again, Thin Line Brewing, killing the game. These shirts are nice. They're cozy. Um, like like the, this shirt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure there one, needs to be one in the mail to me right now. Right, Wilson? Well, you better get on that because they're probably going to sell out tomorrow. I think someone should buy one for me and send it to me for like a Father's Day gift. But whatever. I can't afford the extra two dollars. Uh, this one's a lot. This one's an extra large, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, notice how, notice how tight it is. How big my pecs look. Yo, yeah. Um, man, boobs. Um, but yeah, check them out, man. They they had. I want to thank them again for putting this thing on for Jimmy, and it, it's it's amazing. It's a good thing. That story touched my heart, um, what, what um, Corey posted and, you know, just seeing everybody come together. And I, I can't wait to hear like the entire like outcome of how the entire event went for them. Um, but thinlinebrewing.com, uh, get yourself some Dago beers and some awesome swag. Wilson showed a picture of the, the new shirt on, uh, you know, our Zoom call here. Maybe I'll go back and I'll take a snapshot of that, um, but you could buy it. And then you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We're there. Just leave a five-star review. It'd be awesome if you did. And, uh, you know, if you don't like it, just email us, like what Wilson always says. Say, hey, you suck. Be better. Don't talk about Don Coppers anymore. I'm like, well, 
Okay, I won't. Um, socialist media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped. Um, YouTube, we haven't done a whole lot with YouTube. Um, we it's a lot of work, but we have some stuff on there. <clears throat> We're mainly on Instagram. Then Untapped is where all of our beer reviews are. And then you can contact us at 916-259-3030 by either voice or text. Um, Be sure to leave your name because it just shows a phone number. We don't know who you are, except for Katie. We know who Katie is. Um, Or email us at therealwthshow at gmail.com. So that's all I have, dude. So instead of a copter, would it be a copter? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it would be. Okay. And then the the very beginning of the show, there was the uh um the cop, what was his name? Lynn Silcox. Yeah. Yeah. This is just a cockadoodle-doo episode, huh? I, you know I, what? Out of everything, the only thing I come away from this episode thinking is it ended too soon. It did. But like, is that it? <laughs> That's it. No, nothing left. Nothing more. And well, I'm sorry. This normally doesn't happen. You we know, usually go. We usually go longer, right? It's weird. After this episode, I feel like I need a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah. Man, those jokers was big. Yeah, she would. Was know. it though? It, it was. It was. I still can't get over that. It's buzzing. What's the buzz about? Oh God. Hilarious. Cannot wait to edit this show. Everybody there looks at their girlfriends. What are you doing? Yeah. What model is that? Honey, what model is that? Yeah. I, I, get, I can picture it now. You got it delivered here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know how, like, on regular TV, they have, like, those, uh, like, infomercials? Yeah. Like, late at night? My wife and I were like, what is this? It was like, um, what do they call them? Passion parties? Oh, I was yeah. like, and, and, and so though, here's the, we call this one, the clona willy. I'm like, Whoa, yeah. hold on. Yeah. You take a mold of your Wangus Khan and that becomes the Wangus copter. Yeah. Um, essentially. I'm like, huh, what if he got stuck? <laughs> like, could you imagine going to the ER? Um, so yeah, there I was, there was some plaster, um, a little bit. Of, and I wanted to make sure it was, going to withstand the quote-unquote useful event so i decided to use epoxy <laughs> and uh one thing happened and you know and it stuck it's like american pie with the super glue <laughs> Dude. man tommy you can you couldn't do one of those clone willies though why's that they have a minimum size limit I do. Dang it. You know, it's like a, like a little, um, silly putty, little, little egg thing. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it's for me. <laughs> um, gosh, dang it. That's funny. So, all right, dude, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go eat. Okay. All right, dude. Uh, I'm interested in what you're going to say. Uh, laters on the men, I'll talk to you then or I'll talk to you another time. Uh, Jobin? <laughs> Helicopter? Stop it! Uh,
Give to the cock the... 